So, we've been doing some number crunching. and I mean, uh, look at the numbers. There's an end in sight. There is, and it's and it's alarmingly closer than I thought it would be. I mean, yeah. not like next week, it's but it is close. Very strange, but it's pretty much exactly... Like, after we record this episode, yeah. it's exactly two years today... It's, it's crazy, isn't it? ...that we will finish watching the episodes on the run-up to Space Jam. Yeah. And, and then, it's, it's there. And then, and, then, and then we're there. We're going <sighs> to... We're gonna we're gonna screen Space Jam. Yeah. We're gonna invite a bunch of you along. Yeah, um, we'll oh, record our final episode live. I, I don't know if I'm ready for it. Two years time. I don't. I honestly don't know if I'm ready. I, I know I've got two years to prepare, but yeah. I'm nervous. I'm Go. nervous about watching Space Jam. know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got you've got two years to collect yourself. Well, I've got two years to formulate a whole new opinions. And Shall we try and get four or five tunes closer? Yes, space I think we should. Let's do it. Let's do it. Come on! Hello and welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a coherent cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McLennan. I'm Carl Noble. And uh, we've got a returning buddy straight away this uh, episode. I love this guy. Well, firstly, Cal, you're back I, from the rig. I am. I'm back. You're uh, back. I've got a lager. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good thing to do if you go, I've got to go away for work. Yeah. I'll, put, I'll get a brew on. Yeah. So then when I come back, I can just drink it. I can just drink yeah. delicious... Crisp, dry lager. That's that's what I'm doing, and you're doing as well. Oh, I am. Um, but but uh, yeah, it's, it's nice to be back, and it's nice that we're jumping straight in with an old friend, greeted immediately. Yeah, by the one, the only Cecil Turtle. Oh God, I hope we see his underpants. He's definitely a tortoise. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I want to see his underpants again though, because his underpants, top notch, top notch, top notch underpants. Yeah, his voice. Like, oh. his little community of uh, it, other, yeah, yeah, just other, ringing round, talking uh, to all the tortoises. other tortoises. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, and I think we're going to be in a similar situation, because this one's called Tortoise Wins by a Hair. Oh. So I think it's like a rematch. Yes, like, yeah. Well, they, if you look in the description, there, it is the follow-up to 1941. Direct follow-up. Here. And we yeah. haven't seen and we haven't seen Cecil since then. No, we haven't. Think. I think, I think he's been training. Yeah. I reckon we're going to oh, see. Oh, imagine if he's ripped. just ripped. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I don't know, what, what, a, t- what, what a tortoise have? Oh. One pack? <laughs> just a like his shells cracked in places. Yeah, because he's, he's sort of bursting out, out of it. Yeah, he's going to be massive. It's going to be amazing. But, uh, or he's just going to be his normal self. The other interesting thing here for us is this. Our notes say it's the first short with uh, Robert McKimson's Bugs Bunny design. Now I don't know if that's the absolute like peak Bugs Bunny that I. Uh, yeah, I the, remember the one that everyone knows or whether or not they're trying out something new and they might switch because up till now he's like recognisable as Bugs Bunny but yes. like I don't know it, the, the shape of the lower half of his face it doesn't Isn't, have sort yeah, of fuzzy outside no, bits he's not quite it's bulging like, as much it's close now but yeah. it's not quite it and I'd be interested to see if this is it this it, is it, my good it, Bugsy boy it is going to be an interesting one because I'm kind of thinking it's either going to be classic books or it's just going to be some weird mutant that we're going to do. And they're going to go, we'll do this for an episode and nah. And they go, do you know what, McKimson? You're fired. Yeah, exactly. He never had 12 years. What are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing, you madman? (laughs) Well, let's find out. Uh, We're watching The Tortoise Wins by a Hair from February the 20th, 1943. 
I fucking love Cecil Turtle. Oh, like, I love Cease, every turtle. Cease is awesome. Cease. <laughs> oh, so, begins with a recap of last time, right? It does. You know, it's like the commentator, it's a lot of footage from last time. We were like, oh, Bugs doesn't look any different. It doesn't. It but is... it's, then we realised it was a, it was all footage from the previous yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, where, obviously, uh, Cecil Turtle beat Bugs it is. in the traditional... Tossing the hair, sort of way. Yeah, Just by cheating. Your mates down, the, <laughs> down the line. Now this time, I wouldn't say he cheats at all. No, he doesn't. Um, he he uses psychology to win. Yeah. So there's a, there's a lot of layers here. So the episode begins with Bugs and his new and he and he is the kind yeah. of iconic Bugs now. He's got his little fuzzy like yeah, like, 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 like wispy bits going yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, he, he looks like Bugs as I, I remember him and now and he's angry he's furious because he's and watching he's the rerun gone he? quite mad yeah. like Bugs is normally like the savvy one yeah and I reckon this is I reckon this is the, the uh, nerve that the, the, the bare nerve he's got that if it's poked oh you don't want to put that nerve yeah but I also get the impression it's like because he says he always wins so like I think we like when we saw the tortoise and the hair race last it wasn't the first one no it was just another one and like, do you think this is I future this bugs? Is, I think this is really far down his Toon Lord timeline bugs. Yeah, and he's just lost it because in every other bugs episode we've seen, he's the smart one. Yeah, and in this, he's not. He's he's it's so easily duped. And also, you know, there's certain parts of this episode, depending on how we actually think they came to come about, that are like he's. He's really got it in for Cecil Turtle. Yes. But anyway, he goes to Cecil Turtle's house in disguise to find out what Cecil's secret is. Yeah. He's wearing a big old beard in which is uh, <laughs> secreted a typewriter so he can As write do. it down. What Cecil. sort of harness has he got in place <laughs> yeah. around his head to hold the typewriter? But he does start off like waxing lyric about how he has the body of an athlete. It's yeah. like, oh, you must have the neck of an athlete <laughs> if you've got hold that a typewriter hidden in a beard. A bit. Uh. But yeah, he goes to Cecil Turtle and uh, Cecil Turtle tells him it's all about streamlining. Yeah. He says his ears are too wind resistant. He shows him the blueprint of a shell. Yeah. So the shell is designed. Yeah. Like that is not something uh, turtles or tortoises, which might be why there's a problem, are actually just a shellless lizard green. boy. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> some sort of like green old. And I'm thinking permanently old. I think yeah, they're, they're all old. old. That's just their whole yeah. thing. Uh, but like just a, just a little green dude, yeah. And he's bought a particularly good shell, and so Bugs naps off, no, and constructs himself like a steel shell. Yeah, why do and he make it swim, out of metal? And he puts a swim cap on. Yeah, uh, thinking that will help him win the race. Stream and line. in fairness, he does he does go faster. Yes, he does. So it does work. What, what I find interesting though is Bugs doesn't cheat because he could. Just go faster. He has the power to just merge into the soil and go. But he doesn't. Like he other than like just streamlining himself with this steel shell. Yeah. It's something he, he prides himself yeah, on. He, he's just like, no, I'm going to do this without my special powers. He doesn't toon power it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, well, he you I think he uses one toon power and I'll get to it. But anyway, he's he's we then see as they start in the race, some gangster Rabbits, yeah, saying you know our money's on the rabbit. In fact, we don't even know if the 
turtle's going to finish. Oh, and he's holding the knife, like, isn't he? And we're like, so this is one of Ray's like, did Bugs hire the heavies, or did the heavies just put money on Bugs and we're going to make it? And make it so that he's going to win. So. I, I would like to think that he didn't. But just because just I don't want to associate organised crime with Bugs Bunny. That's true. But there is one unfortunate event at the end of the episode which actually makes me think it was, maybe. It was dark. It was dark. But in the end, like, Bugs loses by a hair's breadth because he's dressed as a tortoise. Yeah. And Cecil just puts on like a baggy rabbit <laughs> onesie. And uh, so all the gangsters are trying to get rid of the tortoise so they were obviously going for the one that looked like a tortoise uh and uh, yeah it all goes wrong for him uh they can't tell the difference is it's the shape but there's a few yeah it's a broad shape that's that's job done like they're they're all just pretty blind yeah but so they try and they they ruin his run in several ways yeah once they just draw the there's a painted line on the road and they erase it and they move it uh so it runs into a wall yeah and Bugs runs into the wall, and then they start just wailing on him with mallets and stuff. So, right, now... Now, the, I think that's how rabbit tracks work. What, do you think he's like a Roomba? Where, you know, he yeah. just goes around and it, like, you like, just has to follow the line? Well, I think because the rabbit tracks, we, like, we had it down as like... So, we had they like a like railroad. Rabbit, yeah. There was just rabbit tracks everywhere. Yeah. And I think like, to achieve maximum just speed... He has a rabbit, not you just stare. You just stare at the yeah. thing and just run. So, so, so you put all of your energy into running rather than concentrating yeah. on, and you just anything. follow the line. Yeah, and that's why when they repaint the line, he whiffs it. So, so I don't think the rabbit tracks have to be rabbit tracks. It just has to be something you can. Like the rabbit tracks are there as something you can follow as a rabbit to yeah. speed around the world. Yeah, yeah. But it just has to be something that you. So you literally don't have to concentrate on anything else except for you just put all your power and thought into. Maximum leg capacity, yeah, yeah. which is high. Yeah. So but, anyway, they wail on him there, and they don't believe that he's the the rabbit. Yeah, because he's always got a metal crudely disguised <laughs> as a tortoise, metal shell and swimming hat. But then at the, at the very end, at the finish line, like they get him again. Yeah. And Cecil just trots past, <laughs> but when he tears the shell off. With his superhuman yeah, strength, because he, he literally tears this steel shell in like half, like it's material. Yeah, it's worrying. and says I'm the rabbit, and there's the four gangsters there. Yeah. They go now. He tells us, and then the right hand one pulls out a revolver. They all put their heads together, yeah. and he shoots Ugh. himself in the head. All four of them. So in their dark. Head. Saving bullets, though, for the war effort. Saving bullets for the war effort, I imagine. Also, also, uh, the Bugs had some sort of like fuel ration tickets earlier on, but I don't really see what he used those for. Maybe just for his blowtorch to to make the steel shell. shell. But this is why I think Bugs probably did uh, hire the heavies. It's because they seem in some way beholden to him. Yeah. Because there's, uh, like, like, that was, like... Is there like a weird honour system, like Seppuku? Right? <laughs> Was uh, that Harry Kiri? Yeah, uh, for, for for the for the 40s mobster scene. I don't know because I, mean, I think like, the, like there is another option to that. Like if this is um, Bugs, like well into his like Toon Lord sort of thing, maybe these are rabbits, just ordinary rabbits 
who are kind of following him like a deity. That's what I was going to so say. So they so failed I, I'm, their I'm, god. I'm worried that, like, because at this point, he like he's still he's definitely the same bugs, like, but he's different. But, but he's genuinely like bitter and angry yeah. and villainous. Like, whereas previously we've seen it's just frivolous. Yeah, like, he's, he's, he's whimsical. Having, it's whimsical. Yeah, and now he's like. At this point in whatever his timeline does, he's an angry god. He's an angry well, god. He's like some t- not just a tomb lord, but some sort of rabbit god, like warlord. At this point, oh god, is he following Porky's line? But of maybe things? he didn't. Like, I don't think. No, because I don't think he intended to. But I think he was idolized, and it's gone to his head, and that's why he's so angry that he keeps losing in this race. Because it's it's like. It's ruining his reputation, and like he's gone. I think he's gone mad with power. Whereas Porky took power. He did. Porky, he did. Porky, Por- like Porky, it seemed more calculated. He, he. What? What if this is just the evolution of any sentient tune's life? That they go through these phases. They go through the whimsical stage. They go through the, you know, tyrannical I mean, stage. I guess Porky was a celebrity. He was, and went a bit mad with power because, like, like. Where was Daffy when gone, we first I think, has gone mad with tomb power. Yeah. Like, Porky's, like, gone mad in a, like from a state of celebrity. Yeah. But Daffy, Bugs, but Daffy did it. Like, 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 Daffy went, like, weird warlord for a little bit. Yeah, before he passed his trouser test. Yeah. He was, like... But he, but he was sentient at that point. So, like, what what if, the, you know, at some point in any sentient tune's lifetime, they go through this stage. They go through... Well, I just think it's being surrounded by... People who like are Worship for whatever you. reason idolizing you, yeah. and are, and like and you start to see as lesser to you because with Porky, yeah, he's a big name celebrity. He's yeah. in the movies, like yeah, yeah. everyone loves him. Uh, Daffy, he was sentient. Those other ducks were not. No. Like, so they were obviously looking up to him, going, "Ooh, go look! Oh, he's good." Yeah, and then Bugs has the power to travel to all time and space yeah. through the medium of soil. And that, that would puts him, that, that puts him a cut above. Yeah, that 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 would mess you up a little. He's bit. like the. So we posited that possibly Elmer was like the master yeah. sort of character, and I, I'm worried it's Bugs. Oh God! Or at oh. least by the late stage of his timeline, the other, uh, like option, I guess is, you know. Doctor Who, John Hurt's Doctor, the war. Yes, the war yeah, doctor. yeah, yeah. Like, maybe that's where Bugs is at at this point. Well, possibly. I mean, the thing is, like, he could have seen some things. Like, because we don't know how far into the future he's come back from. No. Like, I mean, th- this, could, this could be post-Space Jam. Yeah, the thing is, like, he's... Because we're pretty sure it's been the same Bugs throughout. Yeah. And yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure bugs still at least turns up in cameos and things now yes he does and so well i, I was watching I, I know this is like back like back in the well probably 90s gremlins 2 yeah him is and that... daffy are in gremlins 2 yeah like you know they're, they're so in he's that seen some things man yeah and some stuff and he wouldn't recommend it some things and stuff stuff and things but yeah it's interesting <clears throat> to see bugs in this capacity and... it, it's it's a dark place for him um, I mean, I, I don't know when we're going to. I don't know if we'll see him again. This I don't know, episode, but what we are interesting uh, going to see is, uh, I think this is the first time we've seen Elmer since he possibly gained Tomb Lord powers. Yes, yeah, it is, um, and he's with Daffy now. I think we're going to be in a situation where he doesn't really know he's got those powers no. at this point. No, I think they're going to manifest 
in future. I mean, in, in all fairness, if anybody's going to bring them out of them, it's going to be Daffy, though. Well, shall we? <laughs> I think we should. Shall we find out? Yeah. Uh, so this is the first cartoon to pair Daffy and Elmer. This is the first time we've seen them together. That seems nuts to me. It does seem I feel nuts. like I've seen them together. Me too. Oh, I mean, one of our audience members might chime in and tell us that we have seen them together. But... No! Porky was the hunter in the episode I'm thinking of. It wasn't Elmer. They look quite similar if they put a hat on. Yeah. And then they took that out of Porky's character. Or Porky took that out of his own character by going off and becoming a despot of his own (laughs) nation state. We still don't know what's going on (laughs) there. We still don't know what's going on there. Because last time, uh, he'd captured some sort of spy. Yeah. So... Well, there you go. Should we, should we watch it? Yeah, let's give it a go. It's a Daffy Duck and an Elmer Fudd number from March 6th, 1943. And it's called To Duck or Not To Duck? I think Duck. It's probably a good You should idea. always duck, <laughs> I think. I don't think you should always duck. Well, if someone says duck, you should Otherwise you'll be it. like, oh, uh, do you know Cal? Oh, which one's Cal? He's that sort of crouching man <laughs> who walks around like a crab. Like... <laughs> <laughs> so That's not think... ducking. Walking like a crab is not ducking. It's walking like a crab. Has <laughs> its own name. Yeah, but if you if you're always if you always duck. Well, no, I'm thinking. I'm th- well, I mean, to be honest, I do duck quite a lot. I'm quite tall. Although a duck, I, I do guess bang it, my head du- a duck is like the process of going from standing. Yeah. To bend over slightly. So I guess you're crouched. You're not necessarily always ducking if you're no. walking. So Where you is that? Bumping up and down. No, no. I'm, I'm more thinking any time somebody says duck. Oh, you should. You should because yeah. even if they're just offering you duck. At least it's better safe like, than sorry. Well, exactly. And, and it's a also, bit of a bow. It's like, yeah, oh, thank it's you like, very thank much. You. Yeah, there you go. Cheers. Thank you for the duck. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, should we crack anyway, on? To duck and not to, or not to duck, March 6th, 1943. Join us. Daffy Six. Daffy Balboa. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he's such a good boxer. Yeah. But right up until the end, where I think we're starting to see an expression of Elmer's, Elmer's powers. Yeah. Um, so, basically, the way, the way the episode goes is, um, you know, we see a hunter from what looks to be our side of the portal shoot at, you know, the sky. Yeah. And then Daffy comes along. He's flying in his can't really be flying way. He's not flying like a duck. He's yeah. flying like a toon. Yeah, he, That's he, how did, he's he did some pedaling, I think. <clears throat> yeah, like some hand, like a bicycle sort of action. Um, a few shots come at him, um, which he says, "I think they couldn't hit he's the either side of a duck. duck." Yeah, well, he's either saying it's duck shot or buck shot. I can't, re- I couldn't really tell which. I'm thinking, I imagine it's probably buck shot. But Daffy is mental, so he might be saying duck shot. He says a lot of things. He does. Um, but yeah, he ends up getting he ends up getting hit in the tail, uh, plummets down to the ground, and then a hunting dog um, decides to mark on the floor and then put a pillow there. Daffy lands straight on it, and eventually the duck is taken to Elmer, and that's where we see Elmer. Yeah, uh, Daffy refers to the dog as Larimore. It and does. we spend a large portion of the episode presuming that's his name. Now, thinking about it at this point, why would Daffy know his name? But maybe he does. Like, because 
He started out with like a little rivalry with Porky when Porky was a hunter. He did. Yeah, he's clearly no longer friends with Porky. It's good to see that Daffy is fine. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because and his distances himself. Because he, he was in a bit of a pickle at the end of the last episode. He was. Uh, because the last time we saw Daffy, he basically, he think been sent by uh, either the Toon government or by the agency to yeah. try and talk Porky round. Yeah, like, to try and bring him one down. last chance, and failing that, it's going to be all out. End it. Yeah, uh, which he failed to do, and <laughs> he really did. Um, I do think that's why he has a bulletproof vest under his uh, feathers, feathers in this one. Yeah. Because uh, he's scared. Because no, I think he was. Uh, I think yeah, I think he's scared. I think yeah. the agency's like equipped him. Basically. Oh well, possibly he's in like a witness protection program. It's not doing very well because he's working by the same name and uh, having a massive boxing. It match. is Daffy. Tell though. us about that. It is Daffy. So yeah, like you know, um, Elmer's like, oh, I'm I'm sorry about it, Mister Duck. I'm a sportsman. And then Daffy starts fronting up to him. It's like, yeah, what sportsman? You're not a sportsman. And then. Drags he him off. Drags him, but like not very far. No, like they're in the wherever they're hunting. Yeah, drags him to a ring. Then he's sort of like, yeah, so it's sort of like he's getting up in his face and yeah. drags him off like side of the screen for two or three seconds, yeah. and then they're in a boxing ring. Yeah, and like at and the boxing it's surrounded. Ring, yeah, but at the start, there's like there's there's a line of like ducks at the bottom. And you're like, okay, so like they're in this sort of like wetland area, yeah. <laughs> and then like he drags them. There's a couple of ducks kicking about, and then it pans out. It's like, <laughs> it's boom, like, it's big like arena. Yeah, it's like there's just banks of what we can only imagine is ducks. Yeah, like just all of them. And Laramore's there, like on his own, going yeah, <laughs> just for Elmer, <laughs> and it's like pelted with what I think. Well, like I think it was, it was up. cheese I'm sure graters. I saw cheese graters. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I saw some mashing coming his way. It's like... um, it was very unfortunate for him. Uh, but he ends up getting pelted with all of that because he's the only supporter. <laughs> only ever supporter. And then the judge, obviously uh, Duck, um, introduces Elmer, introduces Daffy. Is very favourable to Daffy. Daffy sat there in a big armchair. Yeah, yeah. And you know the the referee's bigging him up. Um, because he used to be a boxer he did he's, so, so he's got prior experience and we don't really know if um, he, Elmo oh no egg, an egghead had a boxing experience egghead, whether or whether, whether that egghead. was the same no because that was that was after Elmo existed I think was I don't it know if, no no it wasn't because it was one of the early ones where that, that was where we first yeah. came up with so the idea uh, of these egghead had yeah. a boxing yeah an acme boxing yeah, experience so it's possible that I don't know if that was Elmer, but it's possible Elmer has had a boxing experience. But he didn't seem ready for what the referee did. The referee was basically going through the rules saying, we don't want any of this, and was just elbowing Elmer, and then, like, backfisting him, <laughs> uppercutting him, <laughs> bumming him. Like, just mad shit. Just like, you know, the referee was just saying, we don't want to see any of this, and was just pummeling on him. Then Daffy comes up and goes... Okay, let's just get this right. You don't want to see any of this. And then just does the, the same, same sequence. Yeah. And Elmer's just getting beaten up. And this is before round one. Yeah, the bell has not yeah. gone. Ding, then, ding. Yeah. It's not occurred. <laughs> exactly. And does it? It, it does. But <laughs> after after Elmer takes uh, like another beating, yeah. uh, then round one starts and the referee jumps straight into the ring and Elmer's obviously on the floor, passed out, and just goes, one, three, nine, ten, you're out. <laughs> and declares Daffy the winner. And Daffy's like, yay, the winner! 
And then Elmer comes up. Perfect. Well, I say perfectly fine. He's still got two black eyes. And then just does the same to them. It's like, okay, what, what you mean? You didn't want to say any of this, this, this. And then just starts doing it to both of them at the same time. Yeah. His ability to... He's retained everything yeah. he's previously learned. Yeah. And, possibly as an AK. And taken quite the beating. Yeah. And now, it's now fine. I don't think he's consciously noticed that no. he's got some superhuman abilities now. Yeah. But he was he's definitely able to handle himself significantly better yeah. than he has been before. And I think I think that was the, the that was the manifestation of some of the powers he didn't already have, which he now has. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I think you're right. I think he hasn't quite realized what he's done or what yeah. he's capable of doing. So at the very start, the guy who was the silhouette hunter, like, do we think he was on our side of the portal? Do we think they've opened up some, like, someone's opened up some illicit sort of some hunting sort of... season where you go to where the portal is going to open and you just take pot shots at things? The tunes. I don't know because I mean the things that like if if they did that, like we know tunes can survive quite a lot. So I mean it would be a good money making thing, but I mean, we do know that they can be killed, but. Can a tune be killed by a human bullet? Because the tunes we've seen commit suicide, they're all using tune bullets. Yeah. So, like, you know, is it a risk-free thing if they use human bullets that you can't kill a tune with a human bullet? I don't know. We'll, know. Have, to, we'll have to find out in future. Because then we did really not have a lot of information about it, but it's just it's a possibility. I just want flagged at this point. Yeah, that there are we think human beings shooting into, into the Toon world. Yeah, and I mean the thing is, like, I I don't think that's I don't think that's cricket. I, no, I, I mean I, I I wouldn't be happy about it. I don't think the agency would be happy about it. Daffy um, seemed largely unconcerned yeah but it was Elmer who shot him in the tail in the end yeah that's true it wasn't the human the, I think I think the human got kind of one shot I think maybe I think he, he wasn't a... expecting a toon hunter he knew it was hunting season but it's like ah those humans from through the port they're not hitting they're not yeah gonna they're hit not going to hit me and move real quick maybe they don't it. really get in in the same form like yeah you know, it's just something about that transition makes them pretty much Useless. Ineffectual. Yeah. I, I, the very one might just slow down. Possibly. You know. Yeah. It takes it's, time to draw things. It's true. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming time moves slower on that side. But, yeah, I don't think we've got much more to talk about in that episode. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Like, not a lot actually occurred. Um, but it was interesting to see, A, the Daffy's still a well-known boxing personality. Right, definitely in the duck community. B, still alive after his run. Which is good. And C, Elmer's learned to handle himself at some point. He has, and maybe Daffy's going to, you know, smarten up from that one. We'll hopefully find out in the near future. But but I'm sure we will. First, it's time to revisit Bugs. It is. What point in his timeline will he be on? I don't know. I mean, this is called Super Rabbit. Super Rabbit. So, I'm hoping he's going to be pretty heroic. Yeah, I, well, I'm, 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 I'm hoping for big things. Let's right. find out. It's Super, Super Rabbit from April third, nineteen forty-three. <laughs>
Well, we've got Super Rabbit. Uh, I think this is the first time we've seen like any sort of uh, kind of comic book adaptation in the Tooniverse. Yeah. Uh, so, whether or not this is them putting on a show for us, or whether or not this is just a day in the life of Bugs Bunny, I think this is. I think this is a day in the life of Bugs Bunny. Like the 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 fact that Bugs Bunny can can like hop around. The timeline, yeah, uh, actually Means opens he's... up for some of the more bombastic. Ideas. Well, that's it, like because because like future bugs like, have probably seen some Superman. If there were other characters there, yeah, I'd be like, nah, no. and, and that's it. There wasn't, but... so th- this was entirely a Bugs Bunny. So it pretty much opens up on this science lab, and this doctor is there, and he's you know perfecting some sort of experiment, yeah, um, that's leading them to make a. Super carrot, which he's going to feed to a rabbit. Now, yeah. That rabbit turns out to be Bugs Bunny. Now he's coming in a, a box labelled experimental rabbit. Um, now what I'm thinking is this is Future Bugs. Yeah, you see, like my initial thought was that it was like start of the Bugs time. Like, yeah, got these powers, but Bugs was different. He, like his face was different. His, his, it, it was yeah. modern day Bugs. It was the Bugs we know. Um, so what? kind of happens is Bugs eats the carrot, develops superpowers, and then the rest of the episode carries on with him having superpowers. Now, yeah. the reason I think that this is Super Bugs, or well, sorry, not Super Bugs, Future Bugs, I think Bugs has come from the future knowing that if he if this carrot doesn't just work, the Doctor's going to carry on experimenting until it does, until he finds a one that works. Yeah. And that doesn't work out well. So do you think in some sort of version of Bugs's timeline... There is a future in which there are like super mutant bunnies that well the things he I, cannot allow to occur. Well, I, I don't think it just stops at rabbits. That's the thing. Like he's using the rabbit as an experimental thing. So if he perfects that serum and can put it on anything or in anything, yeah, then it's not just going to stop at rabbits. You're going to end up with you know all sorts going on. You're going to end up with super anything's. And that's, so do you think there's a full-on apocalyptic future yeah, somewhere, I, I, somewhere yeah. in the in the multiverse? Yeah, no, I, I, I think there is, and I think Bugs is because he has the ability to and kind of hop there, around man. time, potentially dimensions as well. Yeah, uh, that he's went. No, I can't allow this to pass. So he goes back in time to the first time this Doctor thinks, "Oh, I've cracked it," and eats the carrot, and using his tomb powers demonstrates that he is now super rabbit. Yeah. So, so the he doctor goes back. Work. He goes back to an iteration that he knows from the future yeah. does not do anything. Yeah, it does sort of. It, it just makes tasty carrots, as far as yeah. he's concerned. And he decides, right, if I go back, I demonstrate superpowers. The doctor will stop work at that point, thinking he's done it. Yeah, and won't progress any further with it. So he goes back, and you know, to show that he's got these superpowers. He goes, he picks up the paper and sees that there's this mad rabbit hunter going Although on. Although if he thinks he's done it, just before we go on to the mad rabbit yeah. hunter, if he thinks he's done it, do you think he then goes on, the doctor then goes on to go, okay, let's try this on, like, say, humans, and it's just carrots and he's just, his career's ruined. Yeah, I, I think yeah. he gets discredited because he, cause he goes to his peers going, look, I've got this awesome super formula that turns like, anything if you into superpowers. Yeah, because if you fail, like... In your lab, yeah, you just try again because you, you yeah. haven't publicly embarrassed no, yourself. No, of course you. But he's going to go to some big like conference or something, some sort of Nobel Prize awards yeah. thing. That like, he's like, oh look what I've feed, 
a scrawny Steve Rogers yeah. a carrot. And, it, and then and shoot him. <laughs> yeah, and he just yeah. kills scrawny Steve Rogers <laughs> yeah. on stage in front of everyone. <laughs> so not only is he discredited, he is imprisoned. He's imprisoned. Immediately. Because uh, he's a human. And humans aren't allowed to kill. Do like, they go in the zoo like everyone else in the Tudors? They go on a human zoo. <laughs> I'd like to think. <laughs> Just a different area of the zoo. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so, he goes off to... Yeah, so so, so he goes off to, um, you know, deal with this rabbit hunter. And, you know, I can't remember what the location is. But Texas. Texas. So, you know, it's pretty barren looking place, you know, like the, the, the classic outback sort of thing. Um, and all these rabbits are bouncing his way and they all look... A bit like bugs, but different colour. They've all got gloves on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this is a point where, at least in Texas, there's been a mass, um, like... Sentient rabbit wave. Sentient rabbit wave. But also, in the previous one, the Daffy one, there's tons of sentient ducks now. Yeah. I think something's up at around well, this point in time. I, I mean, but... Like, like, and I think a lot of it might be to do with similar things to the scientists working on, like, in, in the war effort. Yeah. It's like, okay, we need to... Need to really beef up the uh, the numbers, to, the tune population. Well, I mean, the thing is, is like as soon as as soon as the sentient rabbits, everybody knows rabbits breed quick. Yeah. So I'm thinking in the tuniverse they breed pretty damn quick. So it's possible that with the rise of the first two or three sentient rabbits, hmm. what we're seeing is yeah, just a, a normal number of rabbits <laughs> that will be born. It's just they're being born to sentient parents yeah, yeah. now, and the sentient parents aren't, you know, curbing their lust at all. They're just banging it out. It's like the way uh, elves in The Witcher talk about humans. Yes. Like they, just, they just breed yeah. so quick. It's but just... I, I think at some point that must stop. So like the rabbits must kind of like wind out. it back in mm-hmm. because they must realise that, oh, well, if we just keep doing this, we're just going to overrun the place. Yeah. And they don't. Um, so... Like, there were some hilarious scenes where, like, Bugs is bouncing alongside... Well, first off, he assumes the persona of a timid woodland creature. <laughs> Which is just, just wearing puts, glasses and a little hat. Yeah, glasses and a little hat. But he goes into the, into the phone box to change. Classic <laughs> Superman thing. Goes into the phone box to change. Uh, but what was funny, what, like, it's going right back near the start of the episode. The first time he goes into change at the Super Rabbit, he comes out as little Bo Peep. Yeah, which is a classic Bugs move. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I'm dressed up as a Bugs lady now. likes to dress as a lady. Sheep. Um, but that does tell you something about either the size of Bugs or the size of Sheeps. Sheeps. Sheep. Sheepses. Sheep. 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 Who knows? Um, I know. Sheep. Don't lie. Um, no one knows. <laughs> Everybody knows that no one knows the answer to that question. It's obvious. Um, so anyway, so he goes, like, you know, and sees the hunter, and there's some hilarious scenes where he's bouncing alongside the hunter. They're talking, because the horse is also bouncing alongside. Yeah. There's a flying horse in this as well. Yeah. Which I, seems surprised there was a rabbit. Yeah, we have sky. no answer for that, though. Nothing. No, the horse no, was, was nothing. Um, and, yeah. It carries on with, you know, Hunter. Just standard Bugs-esque, yeah. like, tomfoolery. Exactly. When someone's hunting But he rabbits. does seem to keep needing the carrots. Yeah, now, I don't think, the carrots. I don't think he did need them. I think he knew the portal was on him. So he's, to keep up the idea that it's the carrots giving them the powers, he keeps eating them. That's now, possibly true. 
But it's also, I wonder if, because you often see him with a carrot. You do often see him with a carrot. I think he does maybe need him for his two powers. You reckon? Like Banana Man. Okay. Right? He's like, you know, he's still a toon, but like if he wants to use his super toon powers, he needs to keep fueled up. And he was going like full on. He was was demonstrating all of his So I think if Bugs... Like, munches down tons of carrots at any point. Bugs can do basically anything. Anything he wants. Yeah. yeah. No, that, like, that's fair. Like, what was interesting is that at the end of the episode, um, like, Bugs is flying through the air, and he's like, oh, best fuel up. They get a plane uh, as yeah. well. Like, uh, like, and he stops, he, he grabs, he literally stops grabs their plane. He and stops bullets, he stops cannonballs. Ah, the cannonball. This was interesting. Yeah. He plays basketball with a cannonball. Yeah. Now, is this post-Space Jam Bugs coming yeah. back to show off his super awesomeness with a basketball? I reckon it's possible. Or is it pre-Space Jam and he's come back to do some training? <clears throat> you know, in one of those off-scenes in Space Jam where Bugs isn't there. Yeah, well, has it's he just Bill back? Murray talking to Michael Jordan about his baseball career. Yeah. And it's like... <laughs> is he went, oh, I best go back. <laughs> it's like, while they're doing that, let's go back and do some training. So he nips back in time, knowing he's got this thing to do anyway... Yeah, nips he, back, does a quick bit of basketball. He goes training. to one of the dusty, earthy bits of the baseball pitch yeah. and just yeah. time and space. Boom! Back in time. Boom, got, back in time. Got a bit that needs doing. While I'm there, may as well get a bit of practice in. And does I think it. this is just. I think this is during Space Jam. Yeah, no, that's that's what I, th- I think. It's an off scene. I think it's a scene where he's not there, or uh, if any, uh, just before. Yeah, and he goes back and does some training because he knows, like, oh, I've got to do this. I best get some training and start practicing. But then that would balls. that would probably mean that. During Space Jam also is when he's also dealing with some sort of... Like, for his timeline. During Space yeah. Jam, for Bugs' timeline, he's also he's got other things in on. the process of dealing with whatever horrible mutant future's created yeah. if this science... Like, I, I really love this this Bugs idea. He's, yeah, he's great. But yeah, anyway, he's like he stops the plane, stops yeah. bullets, stops the cannibal. Like, uh, then he drops his carrots while he's in midair. Yeah. Uh, falls. He falls from the sky, which I, th- I think, like, this is what I mean. Like, I don't think his basic bugs powers. No, because he's fine when he lands. He be, just lands, and he's like, "Will be well, there you go, done in." But I can absolutely buy that without the fuel, he can't fly. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, so may- it- maybe the scientist was getting there with the carrots, possibly, but like, not quite the level he wanted. No. Uh, but yeah, c- so maybe he can't fly. As he's got the special carrots. But yeah, he lands, and the the, the hunters. Of, well, um, the hunter and the horse. The hunter and the horse had eaten all the carrots, yeah. and they, well, they no, they dressed they dressed up, up like they, ha- they hadn't got because the hunter was big and the horse was the size of a horse. Yeah, so they hadn't got any bigger, but they believed that they now had superpowers because they'd worked out that the carrots were giving bugs the powers, or they thought they. But were. then bugs goes into the phone box. Yeah, where he's like, he's like, this now's the time for a real superhero. And he goes into the phone box and And I reckon at that point he he actually got got a phone call. (laughs) He actually got a phone call. Genuinely just being drafted. (laughs) He's just been drafted because they've been watching through the portal. Like he because I think he's been drafted for the war in our world. Yeah. No, no, we need you. We need you, super rabbit. Let's go. And it's like so he goes in there, to his surprise, gets an actual phone call. Yeah. To the box. He's called up. He comes out in uniform, yeah, and they just let him go, and then he yeah, goes, well, and then there's a big sign that says "To Berlin, Tokyo, and Points East." Yeah, and uh, he just wanders off into the sunset, and that that is where the right episode closes. Over his shoulder. 
So, we've got a lot to deal with there. Yeah. We've got Space Jam Bugs in 1943. He is attempting to stop hideous super mutant future from happening. (laughs) (laughs) He's basketballing with cannonballs and he requires carrots to fly. These are this is a th- th- these things we four know four things on my right hand right here. <laughs> well, I think we need to just keep those in mind. We do going forward. Uh, I don't think the next episode is going to give us much to think about. We're running long this episode. Really? I would like I would like to do at least one more. But first, I think we need to go and oh. check out the Porky Piggy Bank. Should we go have a little look at it? Just look at it. There's no point shaking it. Now I know. Uh, At least a time of recording. (laughs) Let's let's go do that. Let's go do that. So, we make the Space Jam Continuum. Relentlessly. For free. No one asks for it for free. Yeah, and it will be relentlessly for the next year and a half. Two Two years. years. Two years. Yeah. Uh, Until we finish this mad project. But there are things we want to do. There is. uh, We want to do some uh, live stream stuff for for charity. Yeah. We want to do some screenings later on in this project. Yeah. uh, You can all come to and... uh, That would be great. And, uh, you know... Look at us. Sit there, look at us, watch Space Jam when the time comes. <laughs> ah, that's going to be great. Um, and also, uh, Rob over at Kaiju FM uh, keeps this whole thing together. He does. Uh, uh, along so we with, don't have uh, to. Along with a couple of other uh, great shows he's got yeah. going on over there. Um, and we uh, would very much appreciate if you're enjoying the show. Yeah. Uh, just head on over to Kaiju FM and uh, just click support us and that will take you to a Patreon page. Where is, for as little as a dollar a month, you could really, really help us out. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that comes down to 25 cents an episode. Just listening to just us. Listen, if you only listen to us. If you go over there and start listening to Lawmasters or The Prestige, oh, or the, you, the, 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 the money value is just the right just going to fly up. Uh, we've got other <laughs> show ideas uh, down the line that... Uh, you know, again, could uh, use the help just to get started. And so please uh, head over to Kaiju FM and uh, check that out. If yeah. you can't afford to give any money, give us a review somewhere. Yeah, give, reviews, us, give us a rating likes. on iTunes. Uh, just tell people. Yeah, just because get a t-shirt. If you're enjoying it, then someone you know probably also would enjoy More it. More than likely. Surround yourself by people who enjoy things that you enjoy and then tell them about us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that's about it. But yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Yeah. And, uh, you know, help us out in any way you can. Yeah. And now I think it's probably time to Let's watch some cartoons, because otherwise this one's going to be real long. It's going to be a long one to get bored. Sniffles in it. It's got a bear in it. Ah, oh, we should be drunk for this, because then we'll see see the way Sniffles sees it. Let's get some more of this lager. Cal's made a very nice lager, and, and we need to drink really, you know, quite a lot of it today. We do. Well, you know, 
Because otherwise, it's going to sit there. It's not going to be on for a couple of weeks while well, the is, yeah. beer goes. Yeah, because we're, we're in the middle of brewing at the moment. Okay, I advise everyone listening, get, get themselves an alcoholic beverage yeah. of some kind to get them in the Sniffles mindset. Because let us not forget, Sniffles is a danger to himself and others. He is a he's malfunctioning a rage, alcoholic. He's a raging alcoholic. He is. <laughs> and Bookworm is the only person keeping him on the straight and narrow. And he's, he's not, not even in it. And he's not even in it. So, oh, God. So, I, hope, uh, I hope he drives in this one. Go and get yourself a bevy and uh, join us for The Unbearable Bear, which is a Sniffles episode, April 17th, found his buzz he has and he there was like it. there was none of that sort of like droopy faced uh like tragic looking no there was weird background though there was weird background which we've seen once before in a daffy duck episode yeah which we think might be like you're getting a bit more insight into how how daffy was seen yeah. the world and that like i think uh, there's a possibility that that's the case here with sniffles uh he's made his way to merry old england he has Fivel is making his way west. Uh, as indicated by the Cockney Barrel of Monkeys fox thief. Yeah. And also the fact that the um, the drunken bear returning home with a, with a Bobby's helmet. Yes. Yeah. Um, but largely, it's... There's Sniffles. He's I think he's squatting now. Yeah, cause, because like, like, there was a hole there... But there was a mouse trap outside it. With yeah, so he's on. living. In, but he didn't seem bothered about it. He's living in this bear's house. Yeah, he doesn't need to eat. <clears throat> Eating's no. cheating. Well, it is. Yeah, everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we think he's found his buzz because he's moved from sort of well, we, we sort of thought he was maybe Bavaria before. Yeah, where where he'd be drinking like you know five point seven percent lager. Yeah, and now he's over in Merry Old England. He's Having a pint mild. mild. Yeah. Uh, and like that's his that's his level. It's a good level Three for him. And he's, a ma- he's a mouse for God's sake. Yeah, exactly. He's tiny. But he's he's squatting in this bear's house, um and uh this fox breaks in yeah. tries to rob the safe. Claims Sniffles. to be Robin Hood. Yeah, Sniffles is usual inquisitive self. Just yeah. like, oh what are you doing there? How are you doing? what are you doing? Why are you opening the safe? Like what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing um, away. And so he claims to be Robin Hood, which Sniffles laps up because he's a chump. Fucking loves it. He's all like, oh, Robin Hood. I'm in England. I'm seeing Robin Hood. This yeah, is yeah. amazing. Uh, yeah, maybe it's a bit like it's, a, it's the tourist. In yeah. Uh, drunk husband bear returns home. Uh, his wife's asleep. Changed behind his the wife's screen. asleep. And, and angry. And angry. Yeah. And she starts sleepwalking around and it basically becomes this like the bear's trying not to wake up his wife. He's trying to stop the fox wake up his wife. The fox is trying to stop Sniffles waking up the wife. Yeah, because they're all be in trouble if they do that. They'll all be in trouble if they do that. Um, and that's largely the play out of the episode. Sniffles doesn't seem bothered about waking up the wife, though, because no, he's realised he's already in trouble anyway, because he's squatting. Sniffles doesn't care. No. He was going to shoot a bow and arrow at her. Well, he was just going to shoot I don't know where he got that bow and arrow. Pulled out his ass. <laughs> that does seem somewhat to be just, the case. just genuinely just pulled it out but yeah like it, it there's not not a lot went on there I, but I'm actually quite happy to finish on such a 
low impact episodes. We've had three high impact episodes. Oh, have we not? Like we were Honestly. at forty minutes after three episodes. We normally do five cartoons yeah, in, in an episode. Time. There was a lot to talk about there, though. A lot to talk about. It does mean we get to start next time with Daffy. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think the Sniffles one has answered much apart from that. Sniffles as he's, he's, he's traveling. Yeah, he's gone a bit west. Yeah, I, th- I, I, th- I think I think Fivel is heading west. I think that's what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> like, overall, Fivel's on the way. Yeah, uh, and I think when he gets to America, that's probably where we're going to see the end of him. Well, I think he'll get to America. <clears throat> he'll hover around there. He, he like he won't be a figure of interest for a long while from the through the portal. No, he's in Space Jam. I think that's a good point. I'm, I'm sure we've tackled this. I'm sure we've already tackled. I'm pretty sure he's in Space Jam. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. But he's heading west. He is. Like he's going. He's gonna. He's probably gonna get on a ship at some point. I hope so. Off he's, we go. Maybe he joins the military. Maybe. Maybe he goes the way of bugs. Yeah. Five will joins the army. Who knows? Well, yeah, we'll man. have to find out next time. I reckon. I think so. Because I don't think those bears are gonna open up much for us. I. 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 I I think that's the last time we've seen. Like every other episode we watched today, I've been taking like various bullet point notes because it's like can't forget to talk about that, can't forget to talk yeah. about that. And that one, I was looking, I was like, "It's Sniffles. He's it doing was a his. Nice, it was a it's nice Sniffles. Episode. He's doing his thing." Yeah, I had a couple of full-on belly laughs. Yeah, yeah it's genuinely it a funny episode. When when it, <laughs> she sort of throws her husband on the ground, uh, and then he just sort of opens his mouth like a bearskin rug. I don't know if it's done very well. Yeah, it was good. But ultimately, not much to answer. No. So we'll see you in a week's time. Yeah, we it's will. It's nice not to have to record four. It's, rela- it's more relaxing yeah. this way. You, know, you can really get into it. I can, I can spooge all my energy in one episode yeah. rather than have to save it. Yeah, it's lovely. But yeah. we'll see you all uh, next week for another episode of the Space Jam Continuum. Yeah, Until will. then, uh, you know. Bye. Bye. Yeah, yeah. that one. Bye. <laughs>